Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayer, share number 202. In the last year we talk, started talking about um, something Rabbi Zelik Fliskin calls outcome thinking, Ezo Chacham Harayas Anoyled, who is wise, one who um, sees the outcome of things, and everyone has that ability. And um, part of that ability is to ask yourself, what is my goal? What do I need to say and do to achieve that goal? And um, when in marriage, when a husband or wife, they'll say often, stop treating me the way you do. What does this mean? What exactly should that person stop saying or stop doing? That's something that um, requires some thought. And once you do think about it and you adjust the way you talk, it could transform a marriage in an unbelievable way. And when you speak with your goal in mind, you are likely to accomplish things. While if you speak without your goal in mind, you're more likely to make many, many mistakes. Because um, the key really is also to, he calls it a miracle question, Basically, he says, suppose the miracle happened and your marriage would be wonderful. How would you know that things are different? Meaning, you create an image. What is the small steps that I can take now to make a bigger picture of a, of a, of a, of a better marriage, a good marriage, a reality? And an anecdote he gives is as follows. My life was proceeding at a mediocre pace. I wasn't very happy, but I wasn't very sad. The same would have been said about my marriage. I was not extremely happy, but it's not too bad. And what they call midlife crisis or middle age crisis, that finally happened to me too. I woke up one day to the fact that I'm getting older and my life was slipping away. And I needed to find something that would give me more vitality and more energy. And I know that the answer would not be something outside myself, but something within myself. And the more introspective I became, the more worse I felt. And I started to become more painfully aware of my many faults. And I felt guilty that I wasn't treating my wife and children the way I should. That I wasn't being a good husband. That I wasn't being a good father. And then I met a friend of mine. I haven't seen for many years and he was totally alive and energized and externally his life was not much different than mine but in quality he he was much happier like he achieved a meaning in his life he was more joyous he was more more motivated and I asked him what causes you to be that way is there any plan or approach or tool that helped you achieve this simcha sachayim that you have, this joy in your life that you have? And he responded that I'll share with you something that made a major impact on my life. And again, it's outcome thinking. Wisdom is seeing the outcome. I would make goals for myself. I would write down the, my mission statement for myself, the direction where I want my life to go. And I would write down goals for myself to get me to that direction. Now, some goals didn't end up becoming realistic, and I had to drop them. But nevertheless, as I wrote those goals, 
I was able to some took on and some I reached and it drove me to get motivated and I became a better person as a result. And I always ask myself, what outcome do I want now? And this helps me in learning Tyra. This helps me in enhancing my marriage. This helps me in enhancing my relationship with my children. What outcome do I want? How do I speak in a way that will give me the best outcome possible? And this caused me to interact better with my children than before, better with my wife than before, help me more emotionally and help me financially. And I heard all this and I tried to practice this too. In the first conversation afterwards I had with my wife, I tried to do this. And you get better at it, by the way. You get better at it constantly. So another anecdote, he says, his wife used to complain, you don't care. Whenever I didn't do something that she'd asked me to do and I forgot to do it, I didn't do it. She says, you don't care. If you cared, you would have done it. And, um, or if I said something she didn't like, you don't care about my feelings. If I spilled something on the floor, you don't care about all the work that I did to clean everything that you're making such a mess. And I would argue with her. It's not right. I do care. I sometimes make mistakes, but I do care. But my wife wouldn't believe me. And um, and I would say, I do so many things for you. And my wife would say, that's true. But if you really cared, you wouldn't uh, do the, 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 these things. And that used to get angry, me angry. And uh, says, so. And, and I told my wife, I says, you prefer that I care or you'd rather me not care so the wife says of course i would want you to care and um so the husband responded then it's wiser to comment on everything that you like um and you may say it's wonderful that i see that you care give me positive reinforcement and that'll help me reinforce my behaviors even more and the wife would respond, how could I say this? I see you're doing so many things wrong too. And uh, you, you, you're doing these specific things that bother me. And so I see that you don't care. And, you know, they go back and forth. But the bottom line is, after all this back and forth, the husband pointed out to the wife, in this case, that looking objectively at my behavior, you will have to admit that... I do many, many things that you like. And I agree, I make mistakes sometimes. I do make mistakes. So, and you know I care, but I make mistakes. So by you telling me I don't care, that I don't care, you're making, you're ignoring all the caring words that I do say and all the caring actions that I do say. So in other words, it's very hurtful. Um, this is the case of a husband to wife, but it could go both ways. But in this case, the husband does care, provides, is menschlich a good part of the time, decent to her good part of the time, but he has his lapses. He forgets things, sometimes he spills things, sometimes he uh, didn't, um, he was overtired and didn't pay attention to her. And she has a right to be upset about it. There's no question, you know, it, it makes sense. But the blanket statement, you don't care, 
that is the outcome thinking. You think about that. That's not accurate and that's not productive either. And so they made a deal with each other that for the next few weeks, um, what he asked his wife to do is to express when she did see that he cared to point that out, but also to feel free. If I made mistakes, point out those mistakes, I'll be happy to try to correct it. But don't say you don't care. And his wife agreed to do this, and their marriage got a lot better. So again, so in this particular scenario, again, this was uh, uh, the wife saying to the husband, you don't care, but it could have gone either way, you know. Like we say so many times in our Shalom Bayis Shiurim that uh, these examples very often could be, um, you know, go go both ways. But in this particular case, this blanket statement that the wife was saying, you don't care, created a tremendous negative impact on the marriage. Because the wife should, outcome thinking is her thinking about it. He's a decent person. He does care. He tries. I get very frustrated when he does these mistakes or these wrong things or these bad habits. So even if when it's necessary for her to express her um, you know, disapproval of something, never use those blanket statements, you don't care, or you're a bad person, or you're selfish. Rather, on the specific thing that was the the thing that, was a lapse. You could point that in a respectful way. Uh, we talked about sandwich uh, um, talking, you know, in a previous share, saying you do wonderful things. I'm happy. I appreciate it. I see you're really trying, and I, and I, and I, and I know you care. But this particular thing that you did or didn't do is something that I feel is, you know, you know, uh, neglectful. And if you could work on that i greatly appreciate it and that those type of words has a much stronger more powerful impact it's very very important anyway it's very this this outcome thinking is extremely extremely important in life and when you speak to someone the meaning of what you're saying is dependent upon the way the person to whom you are speaking understands it. And um, in marriage, it works that way too. If what you said caused your spouse pain, then what you have said was painful, even if it wasn't your intention. You know, people say all the time, I don't understand why why, why what I said caused you pain. Um, it would be okay if someone would tell me this, but that's not a valid argument. Because if they feel that pattern distressful, then it's distressful to them. You know, the Chavetz Chaim talks about this a lot also. You know, don't say, you say certain um, harsh words to somebody and you rationalize. I know it wouldn't bother me if they said it to me, so I could say it to you. But it's not like that. Everyone has different sensitivities. And... Um, so that's a very important thing to know also. And that's a real key and an essence of marriage is a lot dependent upon how you say what you want to say. 
when you make a request of your spouse, you speak in a friendly tone, which increases cooperation, not in an unfriendly tone or like shooting out orders, which results in resentment and stubbornness and resistance. They see in Chazal, they talk a lot about before, you know, Shabbos, you know, right before Shabbos, Benichusa, to speak in a pleasant manner because it's very tense then generally. And, uh, but really it applies in all through marriage in all situations. How would it be best to express the message I want to say? And what is the most pleasant way to go about it? And when I need to apologize, I saw, oops, I did something wrong. What's the best way to apologize? Or to, or to acknowledge what I did wrong and use those words in the right way? Am I expressing respect and kindness? Am I expressing caring and understanding in a way that's appreciated? Am I treating my husband or wife like they're the child of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Am I treating my husband and wife like they're at Salam Aleikim? Am I treating my husband and wife like they're a Chelek Elikami Mal Mamash? I'll end off this share with a particular anecdote here. And uh, a wife is talking and saying, I consider my husband to be much more sensitive than the average man. My father and brothers were never hurt by the way I spoke to them, but my husband, though, frequently is hurt by the way I talk to him. I don't like to trouble him for things, so when I need his help for something, I usually apologize and explain why I'm asking him to do what I want him to do. For his part, he doesn't like the apologies. He often takes them as an attack. For example, he didn't take out the garbage when he said he would. And I said to him the next day, since you don't notice when the garbage is full and aren't concerned enough with how it affects me, I am reminding you to take it out. To me, this seemed normal. I'm just explaining what I'm asking him to do. But my husband... um got upset. I'm gladly take out the garbage, but I don't like the way you attacked me. And she responded, attack you? I didn't attack you. I don't think that a person with a healthy self-image would be considered this an attack by just pointing this out. And then he goes, here you go again. You're attacking me again. And she says, no, I'm not attacking you. I just want you to have more self-esteem. And they're going back and forth with that. And the main point of it is the wife realized, I need to be more concise when I make those res- re- requests. And my husband's more sensitive than my siblings were, okay? So I need to word it in a different way. I used to blame my husband for being too sensitive. That makes the situation worse. So he has a more sensitive nature. Now I know to keep it short and say, I'm sorry, and I'll make the request in a few positive words. And if he forgot to take out the garbage when he said he will, all she needs to do is to, to remind him in a pleasant way. You know, I, uh, you know, uh, you said you'll take out the garbage if you could please take it out instead of uh, elaborating on uh, his uh, insensitivity or so on and so forth. So again, the this year and the previous year is very very important to think about. And it's doable, and everyone can do it. To think through things, to think about how you could change your pattern in your whole marriage in a more positive way if you use your words more wisely. And you learn of, about things that didn't work in the past, 
and you work on adjusting your wording and your tone of voice and the way you talk in a respectful way in order to enhance the communication and understanding and love between uh, you and your spouse. Have a wonderful day.